it's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an F. Hey, and the F is for phenomenal. <laughs> this podcast is rated F. I love this sort of content in general because I'm just like, I love having conversations about things that actually matter. Me too. Yeah. I mean, usually I'm talking about sex, like how to give a great blowjob. Look, you've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash and use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am joined by kind of my new best friend. Yeah, honestly, this is dope. Your intro is amazing. What do you mean my intro? Like your your uh your presentation voice. I didn't know that that was gonna come out right. Did there. my voice change? Yeah, you had a much different inflection. Really? Yeah, it was impressive. This is Bradley Martin, by the way. Yes, thank you. He good is to be here. very good looking, very wow. in shape. Wow. I'm still trying to figure out if he's like a good guy. <laughs> Maybe a little shady. I don't know. We've had a few <laughs> shots. How? 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 How would I be shady at all? Actually, no. You are. I can tell you are very, very kind. Genuinely, you are. I appreciate it. Let's back. So, it Bradley, introduce yourself. Which I hate when people tell me to do that shit. But I feel like you have a whole like what elevator pit. I really don't, man. I mean, you do. My name, I don't. So guys, my name's Bradley Martin. No, I don't have an elevator pitch. I really don't. Um, yeah, I film videos. I make podcasts. I've been doing it for a very long time. You're a big deal. I think, so. I mean, I'm big. I'm big. I don't know about a big deal, but I'm like I'm probably a bigger guy. Yeah. Yeah. So you are dating someone right now. Yes. Yeah. For the majority of dudes, like what 
do they look for? The dudes look for. Well, I personally, I, at the same time, like I don't think I can speak for every guy, but I can say for sure that I think it's really important for someone that you involve in your life to be someone that has something that is important for them, like as a human, something <laughs> that beyond the physicality, beyond like the looks, beyond all the stuff, at least at this point in my life at 33 years old, I, when I was younger, I was a lot more superficial as far as what I looked for and why I even cared about being involved with women. Okay, Bradley, I have to cut you off because yeah. you were singing a very different tune when I was just on your show. What did I say differently? I need a girl that will, you know, do the laundry, have a well, sandwich ready for me when I get home. I was also saying that someone having a purpose is the most important part. Right. So I said, yes, yeah, yes, there are did. those things that I really do value in a relationship because for me, things that I don't want to do so much so for myself because I'd rather focus on other things. Right. But at the same time, I still said, even on that pod, and like I'll say here now, is at this point in my life, I look for someone who has something that they're passionate about. And right. if that evolved into something where they didn't have the time to cook me a sandwich or to make dinner or to do these other things that I want to help with, mm -hmm. that I'd be able to understand that. Cause like I was talking about how love is like a learning and a growing experience. Yes. So I fully stand by that. Which I do want to touch on, yeah. but you don't care about the success or the financials when it comes to a girl. Not right? at all. No, no. I think it's more about having something that they're passionate about, right. whether they're making a ton of money on it or making no money or just having something that they can. Because, you know, if you're in a relationship, I feel like that is all dominantly just one person looking to the other for like their source of motivation or their source of like purpose. Yeah. Like if a girl's purpose is big just issue. me, it's a mm -hmm. big issue or vice versa. If a guy's purpose is just his girl, there's a big issue. There's yeah. always going to be a power dynamic struggle that's not going to feel good. It's a matter of understanding where someone's at in relationship to where I'm at and being able to be willing to grow with that person. But I say all that to say, I think it's, I think those are the things I look at more now. And when I was younger, it was more just like, how hot, yeah, how hot was a girl? <laughs> Straight up. Well, you're kind of still in that zone. Not really. A little bit. What, which part you think? I mean, men, I don't care what age, it always boils down to how hot the girl is. That's a main factor. Yeah, always I, yeah i think though at some point because at this phase entirely for both people men or women mm -hmm. that it does really matter someone's heart like can you sit with someone and have a conversation with them about fucking nothing or can you sit in a room and have a conversation about nothing and it doesn't feel weird or it doesn't feel like something should or shouldn't be said right can you have that sort of energy exchange that feels very like calm or good mm -hmm. without forcing something to be or like a conversation so there's a lot more like a lot more things that i think matter especially as you age that you start to realize like didn't like always matter the most but you weren't as aware of it and then as you got older you realize this is actually what really matters because physicality all this shit's gonna fade and change and it's like if you lived off just of what someone looked like then it's that's like almost like living in the sense of trying to make more and more money it's just like it's a never-ending cycle of like if right. you only like this person or love Never this person. Never satisfied. Yeah. If you liked her because she looked like this, then eventually she doesn't look like this. And then you look at the other young girl who looks like this and now you love her. And it's like you're in this constant state Ooh. of searching for more. Right. Just like I if I was trying to find money, it's like there's never enough to make. Right. I love how you said young girl. That's what happens, right? You get married and then the dude ends up wanting like a hot 20 something year old. This is a funny thing I think is really interesting. Like, you know, there's a lot of young girls who date older guys and then Me. because they because they got money <laughs> and because they have all this stuff or whatever. I don't know if that's you specifically because I know that you're doing well for yourself, but a lot of young girls date older guys because like they're more established or they feel like this person has things that can provide for them. And if their only reason, if that guy's only reason to date the, the younger girl just because she's 
doesn't look as old mm -hmm. as like another woman, then eventually it's like, if there's nothing else built around that, he's going for the next one, right? Right. The next one down, the next one down. So I think that's why I'm saying it's so important for, for women beyond just like the physicality to try to develop within themselves. And this is, goes vice versa for men. Like you, you can't just be a shell. Like no, you need to have course, something that is course. like valuable to you. Cause I think even the rich guy who's like just taking the girl, if he starts to see like, well, this girl really is passionate about this and she cares about that. Then like he would be more likely to want to stay with that person than just to be like, oh, all I care about is this. The thing that I'm hitting on is like, it's just a matter of people, men or women having something that they really care about outside of just having a relationship or having like a person in your life. Like if you have something like, I fully believe if you're able to genuinely love yourself, you could actually genuinely love someone else. And I don't think mm. people can genuinely love themselves if they don't have something that they genuinely love for themselves, right? Wow, okay. So if my love was based on I love you and I love you because you mean this to me and mm -hmm. I don't have anything external that allows me to like have this own self-love with who I am and what I do and what I'm working on or what I'm working towards, then my love is always based on external forces and not what's actually happening within me. Right. So then I can never truly genuinely love another person and I can't truly genuinely be loved by another person mm -hmm. because there's that discrepancy with, with myself. So how do you genuinely love yourself? That's um, something I'm battling with. I think we all battle with it. I battle with it. I'm definitely not figuring this out, but I think it's being able and willing to confront yourself on all the levels that you know you really need to in order to actually grow as a human so that you can love yourself, so that you can accept yourself for all your flaws and not be like down on yourself because these things happen to you, being able to accept what you've went through, being able to like try to look back and make the most out of it. And none of this is easy. All of this is extremely hard. And that's why I think a lot of people find themselves in these like same cycles in relationships because they're unwilling to like go at that thing in themselves, it's whether it's related to their ego, why they can't let go of something because it's related to some other shit in their past or why they can't genuinely allow themselves to love. Like I've struggled really deeply with allowing myself to genuinely love because my fear of being it being taken away from me. Cause like mm. I told you in my pod about losing my father when I was young, when I was yeah, six. Yes. So because my father took himself out of my life, like he killed himself. So I was like, my, my relationship to all the love in my life is that, you know, if I get too close to someone, I felt like wow. they're going to take themselves away from me and hurt me. And it's going to hurt because it's already hurt. And I know what it feels like and I want to avoid that. So anytime I would get close to loving, I would like almost create issues that oftentimes were not even there right. or exacerbate issues that were small and make them very large right. to be able to create distance so that I can be okay. When like, a, like a defense mechanism. Yeah. And right? in reality, I was doing, I was ending up in the situation that I didn't want to end up in, which was losing that person. But it was something that you were in control of and knew would happen, right? So it felt safe almost. Yeah. Now, now I'm way more aware of it and more in control of it, but I still, it's like, I still tend to create circumstances like that because I don't know. It's like my fear of fully giving into something, fully allowing myself yeah. to love. I cannot fully be in a loving like symbiotic relationship with someone else if i can't fully get past those things in my life because it's not going to allow me to i know that right. like I've, I've tried and i was talking to you on my pod about like the plant medicine and doing all this stuff and working on myself and that stuff has really helped me get closer to what i need to get through in my in my life but it's still work no matter what and it still takes time no matter what to like of really course. pick it apart see yourself for who you really are and continue to try to grow and and try to let down all those fucking defenses that we all yeah. set up. Which, I mean, you'll be doing that your whole life, right? Yeah, hopefully. Pe people think they'll like reach nirvana or like an aha moment. I know everything, but yeah. I don't think that ever really happens. No, no, that never happens. I think 
Like it's all a learning process. All of yeah. it. And it's, it's supposed to be, I mean, that's what life is. And we were talking earlier too about that's what love really is, is love is really understanding where someone's at at that time, understanding where you're at and being able to like communicate in a way that allows you guys to continue to grow together. And then when love falls out, it's because, you know, someone's not willing to either like understand or hear or listen or get where someone else is, but it's hard because people it's to accept that someone else is just on a completely different perspective, which we all are, but also a different timeline in their life as far as what they've learned and what they know to that point is completely different than you and I and everyone independently, right? So we find ourselves in positions a lot of times where people get really uh, demoralized in their situations or relationships not working out, but it's, it's, it's really tough to accept the fact that timing is so important and someone's time is just completely different than someone else's time in relationship to their ability to learn about themselves and how they love or how they're supposed to love or how they need love or being able even willing to share that. Like if I, if I was in love with you and I wasn't able to tell you all the things that I needed to feel love for me mm -hmm. with us. And then I have this like relationship with you that, Oh, you don't understand me. You don't appreciate me. It's like, well, what if I was never able to fully explain to you what wow. I needed? Because maybe I haven't fully come to that conclusion yet for right. myself. And coming to that conclusion yeah. is fucking, how do you get there? How do you get to that self-actualization <laughs> to that degree? I mean, you know? fuck, I'm, I'm not a fucking ayahuasca, professional. Yeah, say it. I did ayahuasca. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not obviously not a professional at this by any means because I'm still trying to figure this out in my life to make it, you know, as smooth as I want it to be. You sound pretty close. I'm close, I think. I think yeah. so. It really does come down to looking at yourself without all the filters that you place on it. Yeah. Like you, we, we place so many filters on ourselves about like how we should be or how we need people to show up in our lives. And we create all these like expectations based on our expectation of others. Right. So I think it comes down to as much as you can being able to remove your ego in relationship to all these decisions that we make yeah. for ourselves, And it's just, it's hard. It's the hardest thing. Cause like we built up like, all this shit around who we are or how we want people to perceive us or how we want to be loved or how, or what love is to us. Well, and also all these filters, right? We're not even aware of. Yeah. That's well, a scary part. Like, how are you going to deal with it if you don't know that it's there? Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing I think comes down to like really looking inwards and being introspective about yourself and your life and what you've been through and the traumas that you've been through and your childhood and your past relationships and looking at all those moments and trying to figure out how you got there. Cause a lot of times people mm. get in relationships and it'll ha it'll be like a repeat of the last one, just like a different version. And it's like, there's something there for you to learn. Otherwise <laughs> it wouldn't just keep happening. And it's not just about the other person. Cause everyone goes, well, he hurt me or she hurt me. And that's why I'm here. It's like, no, like, yeah, that maybe did happen and you are hurt, but you got there somehow by your accord as well. Yeah. So, I feel personally attacked. Yeah, it's tough. But, but, <laughs> but not because I'm fully aware it's me every yeah. time. Yeah. And that's the thing is being able to accept that. And then looking back on those moments and really trying to discern the information say, okay, this is how I got here. This is why this happened. Like this was my foot in this. This was, this is, this is the steps that I allowed to get there and accepting it to be able to say, okay, this is where I'm at. Where do I want to go? Yeah. And that's all you can do. And it, it's, it is hard because it's accepting self like flaws. It's accepting that I'm not good enough or I'm not this or that. And then reteaching yourself. Okay. I am, and I can be, mm -hmm. here's why. And let me move forward and try and make that happen. But, but also being comfortable and okay with you're not perfect. You have flaws. Yeah, no one's perfect. And that's okay, though. Yeah. I think a lot of people try to fight that. Yeah, a lot of people fight that, and they also like to blame everyone else. Do a you? Lot, 
there was times in my life when I would be like, they did this to me. This happened for sure. So, okay. So tell me this, cause I'm the opposite. Anything that happens, I'm like, Sophia, how did you fuck up? I'm trying to think. I think when I was in that space where I was like really self-deprecation, I'm like, this is because mm. of me. Maybe the reason why I was that way more so when I was younger, not that everyone else is the problem now, but uh, I was really hurt. Like if I'm thinking about in relationship to my father, I was really hurt that my father took his life because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. So I tend to have this like, Oh, you put it on yourself. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Sure. So you put the blame on yourself when that happened. To some degree. Yeah, to some degree, for sure. Okay. And how did your family, like your mom, like everyone around it, how did they act? I mean, it wasn't, it, no No one was blaming, you know, I guess themselves. I, I think my mom had a little bit of a, a poor relationship with it because she more so was like i have to make sure my my boys are of okay course. me and my brother mm -hmm. and then she obviously had her own you know love relationship connection to it losing that and like having to kind of like be strong in the whole situation yeah um i don't think anyone else really like blamed themselves for it and i didn't necessarily just say like this is my fault i guess it was more so like my ego my myself was like oh i'm not good enough for you to stay around because yeah. you know as i would go through life and then i would experience other shit like graduation or like football and you see other people kids interact with their parents and i'd be like right. why don't i have that it was yeah. more of a comparison that i didn't have these things that, that like other people had right which i can kind of relate to yeah. to a certain degree because my dad was not there yeah and also you were so young when it happened, right? Yeah, I was six. Six. How is your mom really supposed to act in that situation? It's so hard. Uh, yeah. To a six-year-old. I mean, she did the best she could. I, of I, there's course. There's no, no blame on her. I mean, I can't. I, looking back now at 33 years old, it's actually crazy when I look back and I'm like, damn, she lost the love of her life. Mm -hmm. And then she had to tell these her two boys that, you know, your dad's not coming uh, back. Yeah. And then trying to you know, make life as good as possible. For right, them. right. That's, so, thank yeah, you for tough. sharing that. Yeah. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. when you were talking about you would see kids with their parents and you know 
Yeah. The fact that my dad and I, I've, I've spoken about this. I, he met me twice, right? Once in middle school, once in high school. And then was like, I'm good. Don't want to talk to her. I'm sure that my self-worth and my self-esteem and like all of that shit was heavily affected by yeah. that. For Without sure. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And when we're young, like I don't think, I mean, even, even younger than that, how much our brains and how much we develop like personality and personality traits, like is so, so relevant to who we are for the rest of our lives. I know. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people know that, but don't really realize how important it is to go back to those times, like as wherever you are now, based on your life, wherever you are now, going back to those younger times and like addressing that part of your life from a, from a newer perspective mm -hmm. is so powerful. And I think a lot of people don't do that because it's uncomfortable to go back to like talk to, in a sense, that younger self and be like, hey, how did you create these assumptions about yourself then? And how do they like, are they even serving you now? Because yeah. 10 times out of 10, they're not. I mean, I'm 30 and yeah. I just in the past year am like starting that journey of like talking to my inner or my younger self, yeah. which you talk about that a lot. Yeah. I've been dealing with that for a long time. Can you explain that? Because I haven't fully like dived into that shit. Yeah. Well, um, a good friend of mine who came on the pod, he's a mentor of mine. He, he had me write a letter to my younger self. Okay. And, and that was that, that changed my life. Like it absolutely really? changed my life. Yeah. Wrote a, wrote a letter to my six-year-old self in relationship to what had happened. And wow. it just allowed me to put thought, you know, pen to paper, like the thoughts that I have now as a 30-year-old, 33-year-old man in relationship to myself as a six-year-old man, a six-year-old kid, right? Yeah. Rather, where I'm able to say like, I know you felt this way, but here's your perspective now. And like wow. what happened to you then is not gonna dictate your life now. You don't have to allow it. So I wrote all these things to myself, literally a letter to myself, I'm not opening the like the mailbox as a six year old being like, oh shit, I'm reading this. I'm reading it as myself now, but it was to myself. And that that really changed my perspective. It, it was crazy because when he told me to write that letter to myself, I was like, this is, I remember thinking like, what is How that going to do? How the fuck is this going to benefit me? But, uh, but I just started writing and then like, I'm like crying, like writing this shit. Wow. Uh, yeah, and it's just, uh, you, you don't. Fuck you. No, I don't I'm think you realize amazing. I don't think you realize how much shit like you you don't think of until you start like really putting it out right and until I, and, you're older and you're writing it on paper yeah and you have perspective so like I, I've always talked about this too my my father took his life when he was I think 38 38 or 36 years old and now I'm 33 and I my perspective is completely entirely different on someone who did that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'll never say it's good you took your life, but as I aged and as I went through shit and as I dealt with people and losses and got fucked over and taken advantage wow. of and hurt, I started to realize like, not why someone would take them their life, but like how he could get there based on his life and his circumstances. Cause you mm -hmm. never have that perspective as a six year old. You're not like, this guy just left me and now I'm just, I gotta figure out my life. And that's of your course. only perspective. But looking back now, I'm like, damn, the, the amount of shit I've gone through now, I'm not saying it makes sense, but it definitely, it paints a much different picture for me to see it now. You understand it more. I uh, yeah, understand I, him. Yeah, exactly. Like right. where he could have been and what he might've been doing. And, and based on the stories and things that I learned about him after the fact, obviously in my older age and then relationship to the things that I've been through in my older age, I'm able to say, wow, not that this was okay, but I, I can understand how mm -hmm. someone can get there more. 
Absolutely. So it's it's all about just being able to go back and pull those things and, and like look at them through like a real honest lens with yourself now. And that's really hard for a lot of people to do because it's fucking uncomfortable. See, I feel very comfortable and I'm very self-aware and I don't know how to even get there, like get that deep. And like, how did you? Yeah, I think, uh, number one, I think I'm a really weird person. And then number two, like the gym for me was a thing that, uh, if I explain this to you, you know, you ask like, how did I get there? Mm-hmm. When I did the gym, like, oh man. The reason why I'm talking about the gym was that I think I spent so much time thinking about what happened to me and in the relationship to my father in the gym was I was so angry. I was so fucking mad. Oh, you were angry. So fucking mad. Mm. And what, cause this is when I got older. I was so pissed. So probably when you were younger, it was more sadness yeah. or, yeah. and you felt hurt. And then as you got older, it was anger. Yeah 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 a lot of anger and so the gym i think the reason why i'm at this point now where i'm able to look back more clearly and like you said like how can you get there mm-hmm. is because i spent so many years thinking about it like wow. where it's just like every time i worked out i was so mad you were thinking about it yeah every time you worked out every time wow even before in the sadness when i was younger i would constantly question like why me? I, I remember mm. repeating this to myself like all the time. Like, how come I deserve this? Like, what did I do to deserve this? I was very upset with the idea that it happened to me. Right. Like you were wronged. Yeah. In, life. in a sense. And, and so then this is the really important part for everyone listening. All this shit that I dealt with that like built me up to this point in my life where mm-hmm. I'm doing fitness shit. I'm filming fitness videos. I'm like meeting people. And I would talk about this kind of stuff in my videos, like bits and pieces and workout videos. And I would share about my life. And then people would come up to me and say like, yo, when you talked about your dad, this meant a lot to me. And you mm. gave me this. Then I started to realize like, wait, all this shit finally makes sense. So it took me 20 years for this like loss to feel really good. But, Why? Because people were relating to it. Yeah, people or were saying, "Yo, them. I really appreciate when you talked about your dad." Or I mean, I've literally have conversations with guys who like didn't kill themselves, who were in the process wow. of killing themselves, who are friends to me to me to this day. Shout mm-hmm. out Martin; he's in he's in Austin, a friend of mine. And people, there's a lot of people who have like sent me messages and it said, "Yo, when you talked about this, you helped me with my situation in my life." Or right. I, I I thought about suicide then i was like yo if this if he can go through this i can go through that all those kind of messages for years Mm -hmm. it started happening because i became more comfortable with sharing my story yeah so around 26 i was like oh this finally makes sense so it took me 20 years for that hurt that likes that pain to be like this is a positive and i think it's just important for people to hear that because a lot of people might be in a moment in their life where this is so down and Mm -hmm. they feel like there's no up but there is it's just a matter of continuing and just mm-hmm. keep going through the bullshit because like I spent years just like in this negative mindset that eventually turned into something completely different. And also people feel like they need to heal from trauma like immediately, yeah, right? If you haven't healed within a year, there's something wrong, yeah, right? Like there's like a time limit pressure that we put on it. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not that's not how it works. And we were talking even earlier, not just the trauma stuff, but like the, even love, all this stuff is not, there's no time on any of it. Like how you're supposed to figure out how you're supposed to know, like what you need. All We're all just fucking humans trying to figure this shit out. Right. And I think we, we need to be easier on ourselves sometimes. Right.
The weather is getting hotter and hotter, and so am I. And you know what that means? It's time to be outside constantly. I am here to present and invite you to Live Nation Concert Week. From now until May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God, the flashback, the nostalgia, Cage the Elephant, and so many more for way less. Seriously, this might be the best deal I've ever come across. What is better than getting ready with your friends to the music you are about to see live? And then meeting a cute guy at the show and dancing the night away on a warm summer night? There is literally nothing better than that. I know I will be in attendance for sure. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Can you feel it, Sleuths? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they're staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taysalud religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized, I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. 
Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalud. I just find it so amazing that you reached a point of self-actualization and i'm doing air quotes by the way because maybe you're not fully there right Nah, i think we're always we're always kind of we're always yeah working towards that but you got to that point just after years of working towards it and opening up yourself to people yeah yeah that's it is that how you would sum it up for sure. Talking to people, learning about people, trying to understand people because I was trying to understand myself. Like yeah. I was trying to figure out like why and how and like the more you communicate, the more you understand. Like I was telling you on my pod, like the more you ask questions to people, the more you can like answer questions within yourself. And right. so I've just always been like so deeply interested in that, which is why like I love this sort of content in general because I'm just like, I love having conversations about things that actually matter. Me too. Yeah. I mean, usually I'm talking about sex, like, how to give a great blow job. Oh, you talk about that? I should ask you about that on my pod. What the fuck? Okay, I gotta ask well, you no, that. Okay, no. hold on, hold on. Tell so I, tell me. I love this transition, really. What? The, no, the depth that we were in and now yeah. it's like how to suck dick, let's fucking go. Yo, okay, so no, seriously, this is this is an important topic though. Okay. They're all equally important. I'm, I'm, is it okay if we take a left turn? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, so but do you... But I just want to say thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. I appreciate it. So sucking dick. Anyways, check this out. What do you, Actually, what do you think is the best way? This is great. The more saliva, the more wet, Okay. the more blowing bubbles type mm. shit. Mm. That's Sloppy. number one. Okay. Number two use the hand oh yes 100%. like it should not just be your fucking mouth a hundred percent use the hand and if you could use two hands you make him feel really big and if he's not big then you know just like kind of maybe just use two fingers on each hand wow right i mean we all know one hand and mouth on the penis up and down uh-huh so that's that. And then incorporate the balls. 100%. Hello. Like very, very important. This and is yeah. And then important. deep throat if you can. And if you can't, do it anyways. You kind of choke a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay. I've done that and I've thrown up before, <laughs> but I did it, you know? Yeah, the balls are important. The I think, balls I think are. women need to know that. How, how should we go about the balls? You want them to be wet for sure. Like you said, the wet wetness is very important. You don't want it to be dry. Like Do you, you think don't that's want dry rubbing. Number one. Yeah, easily. But like you also. And if need, you have dry mouth, then choke yourself on the dick, and, and you get will, some saliva. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's smart. I know. Damn. Wow. I know. This is this is good work over here. I know. Um, but yeah, the balls are important for sure. How would you say we should approach them? Uh, I would say like mouth, hand, and then balls. Does that mean licking or putting one in? Like mouth and hand, like mouth and hand at the same time and then balls. Just imagine, I don't know how to, dick? You have ball. Yes. Okay, the mic is a dick. So put your hand up here Mm -hmm. and then put your hand down there. Okay. Just like that. And then hand and mouth up there. 
Go closer. I'm not putting my mouth on it. You don't it. have to put your mouth on it. Put your mouth a little closer. I'm not going to do this shit. You're not going to get me on fucking camera. I'm fucking <laughs> trying to deep throat the fucking mic. We're just talking about the balls. Okay, but Why I'm not getting clipped. I demons? refuse to get clipped on the fucking internet doing this shit. I almost went there. You're not going to get me to do it. Like one hand here. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, mouth a little closer. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're not going to get me. I'm trying to get you clipped. No, but that's it. The balls. Yes. Why like, am I on the penis when I should be on the balls? You're right on now? both. You're on both at the okay, same time. Okay, let's talk about the balls. Okay. So I'm going to start by licking them. Get them wet. Yeah. Yes, and get them like wet. Rub, and then like rub them. And then rub them. Rub them. How gosh. though? Like how Just hard? Like, uh, I mean, Do you focus on one or both? Both. Like, both. Do one of these. I don't know. Right? We're, like right? we're gambling? Yeah, like you're fucking like rolling Like we're about dice. to roll dice? Yeah, 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 rolling dice. Like okay. imagine you have some dice, you went like this. Okay, so okay, so get it wet. Yeah, yeah. Roll some dice. Like, you know, kind of like maybe, and then switch up this tempo. Like One little, of these. Yeah, like a little softer. Okay. Maybe a little, you know. You got it, it's a variation. Okay. Do I put a ball in my mouth? Yeah, suck a ball, suck a different ball, whatever. Two of them? One at a time, two at a time. Who knows? I don't know what the capabilities you have over there, but. Do one, do two. I mean, mix it up. What I mean, give them love. Okay. Yeah. What about the hand is now moving towards your asshole? Yeah, this is a. Or you yeah. know what? In between, In between right? The yeah. taint. The taint, or is it the gooch? What's that called? I think it's the gooch. The gooch. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Do that. What should we do around there? Just. A little pressure. Put pressure. A little pressure. Have it wet. Okay, you know, great. N wet is like the main thing. Key. That's a big takeaway. Yeah, take it's very away. important. So then we're past the gooch asshole. Mm. Uh, it's obviously it's not for everyone. Um, it's for you though. Yeah, why not? I can tell. How could you tell? I can just. It's How can you tell? All over your face. It's all over my face. One hundred percent. How? What's all no over question. my face? No question. What? You like your asshole being fondled? Like a little, you know, like a yeah. Play with, like. So, do you like pressure just on the outside? Yes. Yeah, or shit. you want that, it all the way nah, in? It's a little different. Inside? No, 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 no. Like on the outside, like you know. Okay, so just pressure on the outside. Yeah, of the yeah. Asshole. If you want to get specific with it. So we wouldn't put the finger. Inside. Maybe throw one finger in there. I don't know. Depends. He keeps he keeps switching it up. Like, what the fuck is it? Yeah, it could be. But you, the thing is, it doesn't have to be one thing. It could be that. Could be that. Could okay. be not. Like, but you, but you're comfortable with a little a finger? bit inside. Yeah, a finger. Why not? Two. No, no, no. That's get less. That's, that's but a look, risky. But look how small my hands are. Yeah, but I mean, two, I'm not gonna two, reference no, the size of my asshole. No, or anyway. two. <laughs> like, I don't necessarily need. Like, you don't need all that. No, two of my fingers is... Just one, dude. That's it. Okay, great. That's a great blowjob. What about when a girl grabs a dick and like whacks her face with it, uh, kind of? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like side of the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, do that. You're into that. Yes. What? I have a real question. Okay. This is porn. And I stopped watching porn, by the way. I love that. And I Why? stopped jerking off. Whoa. 100%. Why? It's been more than a year. Why? Uh, what yes okay but you're fucking though yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. okay got it. i'm not just like celibate mm -hmm. you know i'm not i'm definitely not just like not doing anything how often do you ejaculate <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's like pretty much daily or sometimes twice really uh. damn men are like a different breed i forget sometimes 
<laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Do you that's you? not true. That's not true. Oh, have you ever though? Have I ever what? Fucked a girl that you were training. Uh, that's like a huge fantasy. No, no, that I was actually training. Mm -hmm. Like, no, no. Why? I not because I was training them. It was like business. Have I fucked a girl at a gym before? Yes. Well, that's different. Okay, let's talk about porn. All right. Girls will be in a sex scene and they'll be like getting eaten out and they'll be like smiling and be like, oh my God, this feels so good. Like giggling. Okay. Is that normal? I mean, you tell me. You're a girl. What you no, mean? No, no. You tell me. Do you fuck more girls than I have. Uh, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 100% actually. But um, are you, is it normal for girls to get eaten out and like be laughing and smiling? When you are having a sexual interaction with a woman yeah is she like smiling and cheesing yes uh, i don't think that's a normal reaction it's not no but you see it on normal. porn correct yeah i see what you're saying smiling mm. laughter mm. giggling no nah, that's not realistic it's not right i don't think so like when i'm fucking it's are you getting eaten out laughing and smiling absolutely not yeah. it's serious business yeah like faces normally like they're kind of doing different shit like they're like a little more contorted what are they doing show me no, you no, show you me. Thought, no, you're no, not going to get me. me. You're not going to get me. I don't watch myself in the mirror. You see, I feel girls. like girls' faces, they're just, do, they're doing like other shit. Like they're like, <laughs> they're like, their faces are. You're, you're making it sound, what, like, what are we doing? Just, I don't know how to describe Involuntary, it. Yeah, like yeah. muscle. Yeah, yeah. So we look scary as No, not shit. scary. Just like not, you're not like, hey. We look like exorcists scary shit not scary but like not normal <laughs> yeah it's dope i mean it's cool it's dope yeah it looks great it's a turn on it's amazing yeah the smiling thing would be like yo or did i just crack a See, joke that's like, what i've on? never understood like why are you laughing why are you smiling maybe they're they probably have a director like telling them that like just because they think it looks good on camera or something i don't know so why did you stop watching it um i wanted to try to stop watching it and see how long i can do it and then i realized it was um, fucking with you yeah like you have these little like dopamine releases like you get this excitement oh i can go do this and like fucking jerk off and come it's like this but then you're just living on these like little tiny highs little highs and we have that in too many other things like i have that with social media like oh to get enough likes on this video or views and these little highs mm -hmm. so you have all these different highs that are just like constantly doing these little dopamine releases and then your your energy levels is kind of like almost somewhat dictated by those highs right and so i was like okay i need to have less of these in my life mm -hmm. and that's why i decided i was like let me just try to stop this all together and i have more energy overall right. more happiness overall how did porn affect your sex life with girls i don't know if it like i think it just i don't know if it really affected it too much i was always kind of able to separate it it was more so like i said just the my own like maybe relationship with those like quick moments um, and I, I would say for sure, like if you're constantly like masturbating to porn, then it's <laughs> I love like, how you do. yeah, like jerking <laughs> off to porn, like mm -hmm. your, your desire outside of that is like, is, is different, you know? Cause right. it's like, if you just jerked off, then you're, you're probably like, I'm not so thinking about sex. It's right. like, so you're maybe your, um, desire to go get it is not as high or your desire to have it with like someone in real life, obviously mm -hmm. is not as high. So it can affect your, I would say overall desire. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. 
it turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. So you don't watch porn, but you also don't jack off. Yeah. Let's say you're horny as fuck and you haven't been able to fuck for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. Yeah. And you want to jack off. You would, right? No, I gave it up. I'm done. You haven't fucked in six months. You're going to jerk off. Well, I'm not in that situation. (laughs) Could you jack off and come without porn? Just using your mind. Yeah, easily. What would you think about? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Hmm. I don't know. Would would it be like a whole storyline? Nah, it's like, probably it's probably ooh, like I went to the supermarket. No, absolutely not. Like, That's way too complicated. No, okay, time for that shit. Um, it would just be like I would just think of pussy. like a visual. I would think of like a visual of you know, her body. I, yeah, what part? I'm probably I'm probably doggy. You know, That's so like, her ass up. Yeah, and then your dick going in. Yeah, okay. like this visual, like this point of view. Mm-hmm. Like hand on the upper back, like press the upper back down. Okay, like jammer into the bed. I so amazing. I love yeah, that. Yeah. What is the hottest thing a girl can do in bed? Submit. Mm, yeah. I like that. Like, obviously, it's it's not a forceful thing. It's like be, be it's, willing to try. Be willing to try. Yeah. Be willing to like take it. Do you like anal? Uh, yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah. Do you prefer it over no. vagina? No, no. It's just different. That's okay. like another thing when it comes to like submission is like knowing that, I don't know, it's like maybe not the best thing, but they want it. They want to please you. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's part of it. Yeah. 
They want to please you. Yeah. Do you eat girls out? Yeah. For how long? Uh, do you enjoy it? When I was younger, I didn't enjoy as much as I do now. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But do you genuinely enjoy it? If it's clean. What is a clean vagina? A vagina don't taste funny. What is a weird tasting vagina? Uh, By the way, I've like, eaten vagina before. Yeah, okay. So we can talk about this. Okay. But yeah. What about asshole? You ever eat a girl's ass? No. It's fire. I mean, a guy's, but you not have. a girl's. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's what's up. Yeah. It's dope. You're a soldier. I mean. Hair and all that? It's it's few and far ha- between. Hair and all that? <laughs> you, hair and all that. Like it? Yeah. Wow. You're a I haven't, savage. I haven't done it that much. I'm okay. thinking about like two times, probably. Okay. Yeah, that's a, you're a real one. What's fine. a clean vagina? It just don't taste funny. What is it? Pheromones? Pheromones. Pheromones. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a real thing. A girl could be completely perfect, but you're not into it because of her scent. Because of her smell. Yeah. But not even her vagina. Not no, even just her, her vaginal, body. Yeah, right. not even it. Yeah, just her body. Body That's smell. That's so crazy. Smell is so important. For I've, men, I, though. I swear to you, I've noticed that like with girls that I've like really been uh, really attracted to. Mm-hmm. I'll always, it's like a smell. I'll be like, damn, I really like this. Mm. which is and versus other girls i'm like i don't really like this wow i feel like girls do not have that maybe they do maybe just not as aware of it no 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 i feel like it's very overpowering for dudes i've talked to dudes who have told me this chick was so hot perfect her scent i just like could not do it yeah and i don't think girls feel the same way i don't know i I can't speak from it but i can say my perspective is like you know guys can if they hear this like they lay down you like cuddle with a girl and not you could like if you put your like if you lay on her Mm -hmm. you'll smell her like obviously if she got some hair products you might smell the hair products if you're like (laughs) around her neck but if like you're not just smelling the hair like you will smell a certain smell of that girl Mm -hmm. and like you'll know if like oh i like this and then also like it instantly reminds you of them and like you you'll remember that smell right um that's so crazy yeah and it's not even like it's not even necessarily like oh it's some crazy fragrant good Mm-mm. smell it's just like her natural odor and it does i i can speak specifically for me i was like damn i really like that and like there's there there were other girls that i didn't like that for sure right Absolutely. but you liked everything else about them but that one thing you were like what the fuck mm. i'm sure yeah some things i don't know about everything but other things obviously yeah except i was like this one is not as i don't know <laughs> it doesn't smell as good. and it's not even like it's like a it's not a bad this smell. This is some Victoria's Secret body spray and I need some yeah. different shit. No, it's not even, it's, that's the thing. It's not even like a sweet contrived spell or anything. It's just like a literal no, it's body their, smell. No, it's their body. I yeah. know. I don't think girls are the same when it comes to men. But, okay, vaginas. Okay, vaginas. Sa- a lot of women are insecure about what their pussy looks like. Got it. What do you have to say about Ooh, that? Oh, shit. I mean, this wouldn't be the same insecurity that men have as far as like the size of their penis, right? Would be mm-hmm. kind of similar to the type of insecurities that would be related to this. Right. Um, have I seen some that like maybe are just not as pretty as others? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, what makes a pretty one? Ooh, tough. It's honestly like a little bit of it all. Like it's if it was like too mm-hmm. perfect, mm-hmm. it's like, what? And then if it's like <laughs> too much going on, you're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's like both. It's like, it, I don't know, man. It's just. That's actually the best explanation I've heard. It's Because it makes sense. It's like, look, some guys might like a little more like mm-hmm. B 
beat extra there. meat yeah like it's all good extra meat some guys might they maybe like to spin it up in their fucking lips and like you know like mm -hmm. suck on it who knows yeah so you know there's, there's a little in between yeah i like a little in between yeah but really what it really boils down to is the taste yeah taste yeah I've encountered a spicy vagina before. So this is like a sweet and spicy, like a salty spicy? No, it was spicy. Mm. Like that's the only way I can explain like, it. Like, like tapatio spicy? <laughs> like the shit, you were like, whoa, if I keep eating this, I'm getting, I'm getting like, I'm getting hot on the lips, spicy? No, just like a tingle. Ooh. And it wasn't salty or sweet. It was straight up spicy. She, yeah, she probably eating a lot of pepper. Something I don't know. Like no, I think it's just vaginas have a taste and a smell and none of them are wrong. Yeah. It's different. just, it depends on the dude, right? Yeah. I think it depends on the diet and all that stuff more so. The diet. Like I think a, a woman's diet will affect the way that that probably tastes for sure. How much? I don't know. I mean, I'm not a fucking vagina scientist, but I will say that. <laughs> you sound like it. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> but I'm not. So it's like, there's probably diet. I know for sure diet affects also your scent. Mm. Like even for men and for women, same thing. Um, but it will definitely affect like, cause a lot of that smell or taste is probably coming from like some bodily fluid excretion, right? Right. So th that is some derivative of like probably how hydrated you are, probably what food you eat. But also like, I feel like, I've heard eating super healthy can backfire and make know. cum taste worse. Of a guy? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And same with vaginas. Yeah. Guys are lucky because their dicks don't smell. Yeah, but you their can still smell. Can. You can still smell. That's true. Guys and can. And it's also like you have a fucking tiny dick. It's like you're fucked. Yeah. Which is like. Tiny dick. Smell like an onion. Ugh. That's a smell I can't deal with. Yeah. Some BO smells. So like then, that. so let's just talk about this tiny dick thing. Then what? What's what's ideal then? Because like obviously, not everyone's got fucking huge dicks. Like, I would prefer that a dude is down to go down on me for twenty minutes minimum every time we hook up. Really? And make sure, and he can have a tiny dick if he's like down with that. So you just prefer that then? That's your preference? Mm-hmm. Just really eat me out. How about that answer? Which you hate doing that. No, I hate it. No. You don't love it though. It, but you it, love getting your dick sucked. Love that, yeah. <laughs> love that. Yeah, but no, it, it just like I said, it just depends on the girl. I, I am you sure. in female form. <laughs> I swear to God. What? I swear to God, I am. That's funny. I love it. Yeah. Okay, well, Bradley, this was very insightful. Yeah. We went from very deep shit and then just segued into sucking dick, <laughs> which is deep. Yes. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, I love deep it. Deep throat, we hello. Gotta, we gotta do another pod. We do, we yeah. do. Thank you so much for coming on. You're amazing. Where can all of my listeners find you? They're going to want to look you up and see how hot you are. I don't know. I'm on I'm on Instagram at Bradley Martin, Martin with a Y. Um, That's crazy. I'm on YouTube, Bradley Martin, everything. Mm -hmm. I, the podcast, Raw Talk, guys can check it out. And I just did his podcast, by the way. Yeah. And I did. I just opened a new gym in Encino. So stop by. I'm okay. there like every day working out. So. What is it called? It's called Zoo Culture. Zoo Culture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay, Sleuths, love you so much. Talk to you next week. Bradley, you were amazing. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye.